Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Good morning, Armor Insiders. Welcome to the morning meeting. Let's get ourselves ready for the trading session uh, yesterday. We're going to dive right in. Don't forget, this is a virtual hedge fund trading desk. You're in the morning meeting. You're the portfolio manager. You're the risk manager of your own assets. Execute your strategy. Be the smart money. Make your own decisions. All right. Um, yesterday, warning shot across the bow after what's been an, an, really an incredible month of, of, a, of a run for us. Market had that gap up morning. And then a hundred percent down day. Okay, so we're going to talk big picture market. Then we'll drill down into individual stocks that we're looking at and how we change the portfolio. So looking at the big picture first, calling it the risk monitor discussion. Okay, risk monitors green, been green since the the, the second of November. Um, that incredible rip off the low. We know that that rapid ascent cannot continue without a correction of time or price. There's going to be a correction of either time or price. That's what markets do. Sometimes it's both. Okay. So um, yesterday's action to me was the, the first real day of selling that we have to pay attention to. Whenever you get a gap up strong open that turns into a 100% down day, meaning none of the rallies work, the market never rallies all day, and you close at the lows, and volume increases, making it a distribution day, you have to say, okay, some type of correction is going to play out now. Market's either going to come down, or it's going to whipsaw for a couple weeks or however long it wants to, before the next leg up happens. So you hear the term, you hear me use the term power trend. Don't fall in love with that comment. It doesn't mean the market can't come down. What power trend really means is the bigger picture of the market, not the day-to-day trading, not the possible sell-off from week to week, but the longer-term picture of month to month. When you get a rip off the low that's that uh, aggressive, it generally leads to higher prices in the months to come. And in between there, there'll be corrections along the way. And so our job as risk managers, and that's what this comment is this morning to you, we need to be risk managers now after a day like yesterday. Okay? Gap up, great morning, sell off all the way to the close, volume accelerates. Okay, wait a minute, what do we do from here? And there's just, everybody has to, again, execute their own strategy, figure out um, how to take advantage of this moment to prepare your portfolio for the next risk on buy signal. That's really how I look at this. 
And there's no one way to do it. I, I certainly couldn't recommend to you what to do because I don't know what your portfolio looks like. Only you do. And I don't know your risk tolerance and your goals. That's something only you know. I, I will tell you, unfortunately, a lot of people think they know their risk tolerance and they don't. That's probably the hardest part of investing. So please look in the mirror and be honest with yourself. How much risk can you handle? Okay. And what you want to do after a day like yesterday is raise enough cash to handle that risk. Then we use armor algorithms for the second entry point. Could happen today, could happen next week, could happen in January. I don't know when. When the armor algos go positive again at a higher level, market rallies, market consolidates, follow on buy signal. Boom, you'll see me loading up the portfolio again, going from whatever my cash balance is now to 100% long again. In an aggressively traded portfolio, let's make sure we de delineate what aggressive and conservative means because they mean different things. If you're a conservative investor, you might be carrying 30% cash already collecting 5.5% in treasury bills and you only have 70% invested, let's say. Then of the 70, half of it's in indexes, right? You're already in a conservative position. That, that means something different. So I'm talking about traders now. If you're a conservative or an aggressive trader, an aggressively traded portfolio might be 50% cash now. You're booking profits on, off, you know, on, on everything off the top there, saying, hey, that was a great run. Coinbase, MicroStrategy, great, thanks, made money. Right. And you're raising maybe 50 percent cash. And then you're going to use that to take advantage, however you wish, on the next buy signal. If the market. Let's just say the market craters from here and there is no follow on buy signal, it's possible. Power trends die like anything else. We can't predict the future. I don't know what, what's, what's going to happen. Nobody knows. I'm not going to sit here and say the market has to go up for months. It doesn't. We have to read and react. So when we get days like yesterday and we see the market start at the top, we say, okay, we're going to raise a certain amount of cash. If the market craters from here, I get stopped out of everything else. I booked half of my portfolio right near the highs. The other half gets stopped out if the market goes down. I made money on the run and we got to figure out what to do next. Risk monitor turns red, right? That's a scenario. So for the aggressively traded portfolio, I might be in a 50% cash position. If I, if I don't trade that aggressively, if I'm, if I'm looking at a portfolio where, where somebody wants to, you know, I manage capital, right, for other individuals. This is the hardest part of, of doing that, by the way, because I think people are, have a hard time figuring out themselves what they want, much less share it with me. But um but we work to, to understand that. So if somebody says, look, I want to build a long-term portfolio. Right? I'm looking right at you now because that might be what you say to yourself. I'm a long-term investor. Okay. I submit to you that you're accepting more risk. There's nothing wrong with that. But you are accepting more risk. Just make sure you understand that. A, a, quote, long-term investor who bought early in November, you're only going to pare back your position. I don't know. Maybe you were fully invested in the first week of November with us, 100%, let's say. 
okay, maybe you're carrying 25, 30% cash now. You've booked profits off the top everywhere. You've raised stops. At the very least, you've raised stops to break even. So if you book some profits off the top and your stops are at break even, worst thing you're going to do is make a little bit of money. Market keeps skyrocketing. You're a long-term investor. You have core positions you're not touching. You might shave them down a little bit and trade around that core. But you say, this is what I'm willing to risk. I'm in a great position because I can't lose money now. I book some off the top and my stops are raised at the very least break-even. They should be higher than break-even. But I'm just saying, at the very least, break-even. So your principal's protected and you want to leave this alone and, and see where it takes you. And I respect you for that. That's a more aggressive way to invest, but a, a more conservative way to trade. Okay, so you determine what your strategy is and execute that strategy. Be the smart money. Okay, so those are my thoughts for the market. I wanted to share with you an interesting chart here of the NASDAQ 100. Okay, we've already looked at this chart and we see we have a cup and handle. We bought at the bottom of the handle. That's the, uh, honestly, um, the whole reason why I created the risk monitor and the armor algos was to literally buy at the bottom of handles. I got tired of buying breakouts that failed. Some of them work, right? They're breakouts, right? But I got tired of paying up for breakouts that then failed. So traditional technical analysis, I'm going to show you something very interesting in a minute about the NASDAQ 100 and the S&P 500. We're going to look at both. Traditional technical analysis draws the cup and handle and says you buy when a new high is reached, breaking out of the handle and out of that whole base. The buy trigger for traditional technical analysis has not occurred yet. Think about that. We bought aggressively at the bottom of the handle. And what's happened is the markets run up to resistance. Now I'm going to show you. I'm going to show you a chart using IBD, Investors Business Daily, right? This is traditional technical analysis. This is the MarketSmith chart. For those of you curious what I'm using here. This is QQQ, MarketSmith. You're going to see over in the top right-hand part of the screen, a red box and a blue box. This highlights in a shaded area the traditional breakout of a cup and handle. Okay? The blue box is called the pivot. According to traditional technical analysis, the cup and handle hasn't even broken out yet. You have to get up into the blue box range. And you could see at this range, the market at the moment is finding resistance. The red box range, and I wrote down the prices for you in the Slack room. I'll just read it off in case you're not, if you're driving and listening to this. Um, 
The blue zone is around 387.50 to 406.50. So anywhere up in here is where the real bull market gets started, according to traditional technical analysis. Okay. We bought it early down here, putting us in the driver's seat. We already have profits in our pocket. So if the breakout occurs, great. If it doesn't, and you come back down into this red box, which is, uh, I don't know, anywhere between 369 to 359. It's a, it's a $10 box, okay? Somewhere in there, the risk monitor probably goes red somewhere in there, which for us would be a little bit above break even. And that, my friends, is the purpose of the Armour Risk Monitor. It's to put us in the position where the worst case scenario at this stage is that we make a little bit of money. Best case scenario at this stage, market consolidates at the resistance and gives us a follow-on buy trigger where we load up again for the next leg higher. And we raise stops at that point to the low of the blue box. Okay, so that's the next step for us. I just thought it was really interesting to see it, 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 the, it, the perfect graphical representation. There's the IBD, traditional technical analysis tool, and this is the risk monitor. We're buying it here, putting us in charge of the market. And the same can be said of the NASDAQ, of the S&P. It's the same exact pattern. We're buying it right here, puts us in charge of the market. Okay, and you can see the S&P has not gotten into the buy zone yet, which is above 460. Okay. And again, the red zone is right around where our stop is going to be, which is above break even for us. So all we have to do now is be patient. Let the market do whatever it wants to do in between those zones. Breaks down, risk monitor will go red. We'll go to cash. We'll have made some money on a November blip. If it's a power trend, we're going to get a follow-on buy trigger. Market's going to stay above that red zone. Follow-on buy trigger, break out, and we'll go from whatever, 30 to 50% cash back to 100% invested. Now's time for patience. Now's time for us to do our research, get our whiteboard ready, and figure out how do we want to act when we get the next risk on buy signal? Okay. So um, stay tuned for that. Okay. You can follow me on Twitter. Guys, you guys are in the Slack room with me all day. We're trading all day in the Slack room together. So sharing information as it's happening, feel free to join us. Okay. If you can't trade all day, Come on in at around 3.30 and I update the portfolios for you at 3.30 so you know how we're making changes. And let's do that right now to give you um, a taste of what we did yesterday into the close, okay? We booked profits in Coinbase. What you're looking at is a move on Coinbase up to the fourth standard deviation above the 200-day moving average, which is, you know, way past our target. So I took profits off the table there. Um, in Coinbase and MicroStrategy, I've been trading that all the way up. 
entry point here, here, and here. And I just keep booking profits as I go. Okay. Stepped out of URA for now. All of these things go back to, and this is very important. This is very important. Everything that I get stopped out on or a profit that I book, the ideas go right to the top of the whiteboard to see how they behave. I got on EMVX, didn't go up, took it out above break even, waiting to see what happens next. Breaks out, I'll be back on it again. These are the top of my whiteboard, okay? Booked a profit on roadblocks. It went right up to these, see the these yellow peaks here. I don't like those tails and it looks like the Roblox has stopped right at the tail again. So we booked a small profit on that and I'm right at the top of the whiteboard. Market holds up and breaks out again. These are my favorite names. Okay. We reduced our QLD, our SSO, our UWM. You could see the reversals. They all happened yesterday. We reduced exposure. Okay. Now let's round out with Armor Research. Now that we've talked about managing risk, because that's the call of the day today, and we put our position, our portfolio in a position to handle whatever comes next, let's talk about, let's talk about the number one group at the very top of my whiteboard that I've begun nibbling on that I'd like to make a much bigger position. I know you've all been waiting for it. Here it comes. Okay, I'm long cannabis again. I'm long cannabis again. Couple of reasons for this. That's the chart of MSOS. Let's start with the technical analysis of the chart of MSOS. If you go all the way back to inception, okay? You can see that MSOS has now broken this unbearable and disgusting downtrend. And it did it in a wonderful way. It just flatlined and went sideways for almost a year. All, actually, a year. More than a year. Actually, more than a year. It's been going side. What is this? This is December of 2022. So a year. For 12 months now, cannabis stocks have been dead just flatlined. Nobody cares. That got me interested all by itself. Okay. Now we zoom in technically and we can see my favorite chart pattern is developing, which is a pennant formation. I like high tight pennants. I like pennants at the bottom of market moves. I like the first higher low that we've seen on cannabis in a couple of years. This was the breakout to start the initiation. This is back in August. Then the pullback, we made a higher low. And now we are going above the 200-day moving average. It's now or never on cannabis. If it decides it wants to go back into hibernation, you better believe I'll be out of this trade. Okay? Back below the 200-day, the weekly close is most important. So I say I'm nibbling now. I really want to see it close above the 200-day moving average at the end of the week. Then I'll have a position on. I'll have all of my position on that I want. Okay. 
this whole thing has bottomed and flatlined as government has done nothing that we wanted it to do this year. Who's surprised at that? When has government ever done anything on a timely basis on anything that's important to you? Never. So it's worn out everybody. Nobody cares about it. The business is a mess. I start to get interested. Tax loss selling we talk about at the end of the year. We never know when it's over. But when you take a look at what's going on in the small cap index, I submit to you that tax loss selling is over. Yeah, there could be some bumps along the way, but small caps are ripping off the low and above the 200-day moving average now. So I think the majority of your small your small cap kind of tax loss selling is done. And with that, I've always said that you, you're never going to make money on cannabis stocks if the small cap index is in a bear market. You're just not. These are the, the ultimate small cap concept stocks. Concept stocks only work in a ripping bull market and small cap concept stocks only work when small cap index is going up. All right. We're at the end of the year. Tax loss selling is over. Small cap index is going up. Higher low in cannabis going back from August to recently. Breaking of a downtrend that's been going on for over a year, actually going on for, I don't know, was it three or four years? And then we, we broke the downtrend just by completely flatlining. Everybody's out of cannabis that's going to be out of it. Nobody cares. And wouldn't that be the exact moment where the government actually does something? I mean, I don't know. I don't know, but it's now or never on MSOS. I can either own MSOS directly, you know, I could see myself buying calls on MSOS that are out of the money that go out to 2025. Just throw some money away as a lottery ticket. Gets rescheduled, thing goes through the roof. I've got a lottery ticket that I can cash in and exercise and make a big position if I want. Doesn't expire until 2025. I don't have to think about it. That's one way to deal with this setup right here. Take a small amount of money. You can go out of the money. Let's be honest. If there's positive news that comes out, you would expect cannabis to at least double from here. I mean, MSOS is trading under eight. So I might just throw some money away so that I could scratch the itch and not think about it. Something happens, great. Nothing happens. I lose some money over the next 12 months. No big deal. I know exactly what the number is. I am not prepared to go out there and start buying the individual names. I, I don't want a portfolio that's too hard to manage. It's very simple to manage MSOS. And quite frankly, until I see what the news is and how it's interpreted, I don't even know what stock I'd want to buy. So I want the group for the group move. If there's ever something positive that comes out of Merrick Garland's mouth, and then I'll start sifting through the information and trying to figure out what individual stocks might be the best places to go. So those are my thoughts for this morning. I hope you find them helpful. Risk management is the word of the day. I look forward to working with all of you on the desk. 9.30, we'll get started. Don't forget, I'm here for you. Think of me as the chief investment officer. You're the portfolio manager on the desk. You want to come into my office and sit down and go over how to look at the strategy you're building, feel free to direct message me in the Slack room, pick up the phone and give me a call. It's part of the privilege 
of being an Armor Insider. I love chatting with you guys. All right. I'll see you all at 930. Everybody else have a wonderful trading session and be the smart man. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.